Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Hiram Roche, and as always, it is truly an honor to be able to be with you, my greatness tribe. Hey, listen, I have been truly excited about the conversations that we've been having in this month, where we have really been diving deep into understanding getting a clear understanding of what greatness is for us. Not only what greatness is, but why do we need greatness? How does greatness operate? We've been really taking the time to really break these conversations, break these types of things in these conversations down so we can be able to have an understanding of it. I believe that the only way that you're going to be able to effectively walk in anything is you have to have an understanding of it. I'm going to say that again. The only way you can walk in anything effectively is you have to have an understanding of it. And so our my goal throughout this month, throughout these episodes, is for us to be able to gain an understanding of what this is. What is greatness? How does it work? Um, you know, it's a phrase. It's a word that we hear so many different times, but we we need to have an understanding of how it operates in our life and how we can be able to really function with it so that we can make the type of impact that we are supposed to be making. Hey, listen, also, before we dive deep into this conversation, I want to remind you, if you have not already I want to make sure that you stay up to date on everything that we are doing through this greatness tribe. And the one of the ways that you can be able to stay engaged, stay a part of it is yes, for those that are watching online, those that are listening probably for the very first time on the podcast platform, yes, you can subscribe, be a part of the podcast family, be a part of this greatness tribe that we are building together. But one of the other ways is you can join our text group. This is how you can be able to join. Text GREATNESS to 833-398-1648. Again, you can text GREATNESS to 833-398-1648. Now, why do you want to be a part of this text group? Because there are going to be lives that we're going to be doing. There's going to be certain conversations that's going to be had. There's going to be products that we are going to be pushing throughout the year. Things that I know are going to be able to help you. There's going to be conversations that I'm going to have, and I want to make sure that you are included in those conversations. There's going to be so many things happening in 2024 that I do not want you to miss one moment of that. Now, I recognize and understand how this algorithm life works. And one of the things that I understand is that sometimes when I go live, sometimes when I'm um, having certain conversations, you might not even be notified. But when you join the text group, every single time that we are going live, before we go live, you are going to make sure you're going to get a text from me so that you can be able to know, hey, listen, we're about to go live. Hey, listen, this is where I'm at. Come join these conversations so you don't miss anything that happens through this greatness tribe. Again, make sure you text GREATNESS to 833-398-1648. Now, are you ready to join in this conversation? Let's jump in. Let's have a dialogue. Let's talk about this concept of greatness. Now, one of the things that we have done through this conversation is we have kind of went through understanding what 
the what world the, the society that we live in how they have defined greatness right we have we have went in and kind of really broke that concept down in that thought process and i just want to do a, a quick review if you've jumped on and you wasn't on the previous episode episodes what i would recommend is that you go back <laughs> you go back and listen to those because i promise you it's going to be able to help you to understand clearly what this concept of greatness is so that you can be able to do and make and walk in and fulfill the things that you are supposed to do in walking in your greatness. Now, the Oxford Dictionary, this is what it defines greatness as. It's the quality of being great, distinguished, or eminent. Now, one of the things I have stated throughout this time is making it very, very clear that it's not that I do not agree with some of these definitions. Um, I just believe that the, some of these definitions are they give a certain perspective when they are giving these defining definitions. Um, but there's a specific definition that we have been going on or flowing through that is kind of different from the Oxford Dictionary. And I'm gonna read one more before I give you mine. Um, and from the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, this is what they define or how it's defined by greatness. It says the quality or state of being great as in size, skill, achievement, or power. Again, it's the quality or state of being great as in size, skill, achievement, or power. Now, again, these are not bad definitions, right? These are not bad definitions. It's not a bad thing to um, to have a state of being great, talking about your size, meaning you you are great in stature. You are great in your skill set. You are great in the achievements that you have had. You're great in your power, right? Those are not negative things. Those are not bad contexts, right? But what we want to have a clear understanding of is where are or what are we defining greatness as? This is what I would consider as kind of like the find the foundational quote for the Focus on Greatness podcast. Martin Luther King, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., this is what his statement is. Not everybody can be famous, but everybody can be great because greatness is determined by service. I'm going to read that one more time. Not everybody can be famous, but everybody can be great because greatness is determined by service. Now, how we here in the greatness tribe, how we define greatness is greatness is the ability to be able to serve well. Greatness is service. It's you serving. Um, greatness is the ability to be able to serve well. Our base scripture context is this, is Matthew chapter 25, um, 23, verses 11, where it says, but he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. Now, what is this saying for us? Again, this is the same, the same context of where we get our definition. He that is greatest among you, those that are considered as great, they shall be your servant. One, the definition, one definition for this word servant that we have already listed out is the word minister, meaning it's someone that is in a position or in a heart posture where they are helping 
or ministering to a situation, a circumstance, um, something that they can be able to see that they are able to help and assist in. So this person that is greatest among you should be the servant of you all. This person that is greatest shall function in serving well. So this is what we look at. This is where we think about when we're talking about this aspect of what is greatness. So this is what greatness is for us. Greatness is the ability to be able to serve well. Now, I know you're probably asking yourself, um, how, why are we even talking about this? Well, one of the things that I have realized um, through having different conversations with people outside of the greatness tribe, um, being able to communicate with different people, they're at, they ask the question like, okay, amen, what do you think? What is greatness then? Like you're, you, you've uh, titled your podcast, Focus on Greatness, but what do you define greatness as? And so when I be able to clarify or talk to them about greatness, it's almost like they are very surprised of the definition. They're, they're surprised of the thought process. They're surprised of how I'm communicating this. And then everything that I'm talking about, I'm talking from the lens and I'm talking from this lens of what I believe greatness does. Now, this is where I look at and I believe that greatness is supposed to be functioning. I believe that there is no way that if everyone was functioning in their greatness, if everyone was serving well, um, if everyone in a business was serving well, everyone in a relationship was serving well, if everyone in a family was serving well, if everyone in an organization was serving well, if everyone was in a church and was serving well, there would not be any gaps. There wouldn't be what we would consider anything missing or anything broken. Why? Because what ends up happening when everyone in the community, everyone in that group, everyone in that relationship is serving, then what ends up happening is everyone's needs be or is able to be met because what I'm doing is serving you and what you are doing is serving me. So in the capacity of how we serve one another, we are able to make sure that the things that are needed are taken care of. So for me, that's when I look at, or that is how I look at this concept of when I talk about greatness. Greatness truly is the ability to be able to serve well. One of the questions, main question tonight that I want to be able to really deal with and, and kind of like really go into, and I'm going to take my time doing this, but one of the things that I want to be able to really clarify is why do we need greatness? You, you, and, and this is why I want to be able to answer this question, because reality is the society and the time that we live in. There are certain people, don't get me wrong, there are certain people that are out here helping others. There are people out here that are that are that are that are helping folks that are impoverished, that are helping people that are in need in different scenarios, in different categories, um, in situations. There are people that are really out here making a mark or making a real impact in people's lives. But there is also a major thing that is almost where I would consider as we are being groomed or kind of like almost taught in some essence to be selfish. So you, you cannot be a servant 
and be selfish. You, you, you cannot be able to say you want to serve well, but the only person that you think about is you. You, you cannot be that type of person that is walking in the kind of greatness that we're talking about, but the only individual that you're trying to make sure improves is yourself. Like that is not the concept or the thought process of when we're talking about greatness. So why do we need greatness is vitally important for us to really understand because again, it gives us a clear picture, a clear understanding, an overall understanding of what greatness is and why, how we can really be able to function in it. But sometimes we cannot function in something if we don't know why it's there. Um, I believe as Miles Monroe makes this quote or makes this statement that if we do not understand the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. So then how can we abuse this concept of greatness? The way that we can be able to abuse this concept of greatness, if greatness is serving well, is if I, again, if I don't understand why I need greatness. Why why is greatness important? If I don't understand why we need it, then what I would do is I would serve only to be able to get. I would serve as manipulation. So I'll do something for you to manipulate you so I can be able to get something out of it. But, but when we think about what servants do or what servant heart is, where we think about servant leaders and servant fathers and servant mothers, servant businessmen and businesswomen. When we think about this concept of being able to serve well, I'm not per se serving so I can get something from you. I'm serving because I know that this is what we're called to do. Okay. All right. So let's go ahead and let's dive in to this question. So why do we need greatness? Greatness is essential because it's, it's, it transcends individual achievement. It fosters a sense of purpose and fulfillment by contributing positively to the lives of others. So let's, let's, let's just do, let's do what we do. Let's read, read some scriptures so we can understand this concept. In Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 4, this is what it says. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, meaning humility, let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. What, What is it saying? Let me not serve so that I can get praised. Let me not serve because I know someone's recording me on Facebook Live. Let me not serve because I can become popular. Let me not do this so I can gain glory. I can be able to get vain glory. I can get something from this. Now, understand there is truly a balance. There is a balance. In business world, I serve you at the highest capacity, understanding that there is going to be something that is given on the other end. It's a business transaction, right? We get the business side. But what I'm also talking about is I'm not serving my wife so I can get something from her. I'm not serving my children 
so I can get something from them. I'm not doing it to be popular for others. I'm doing it because my heart is to serve and the, my ability to be able to serve well for me has to start here before it goes out there. So my ability to serve well as a father, how do I serve well as a father? How, how do I serve my sons? Now I have two boys, both of them need different things. And because they both need different things, I have to be able to serve them in different ways. So I serve my oldest son a certain way. I serve my younger son a different way. I serve my wife a total different way. But all of these ways, I'm not doing it so that I can, so people can be like, oh man, look at you doing, you're such a great father. You're doing such a great job. I'm not putting it on Facebook or, and, and making it public when I, when I do something that, I, that I'm responsible to do anyway, that is a part of who I am. That is, that is something that I'm walking in as being a great father. Uh, here, Okay, let me make a pause here because I, I want to be able to say this and then I'm going to finish my statement. I'm not trying to be popular. I'm not trying to be famous. I'm not trying to have all the money in the world and not be able to serve those that are my children. Because we know people that have a lot of money but are bad parents. Hear what I mean by bad parents. They don't pay attention to them. They're not, they're not, they're not taking time to know where they are. They're not trying to understand where, what they're going through so they can be able to pour in their wisdom without criticism and pain. They, they, they're not taking the time to be able to do this because they feel or believe or think that the best thing that I've already done for you is making sure that you're here, making sure you have food, making sure you have a house. Those are called your responsibility as a parent. Your heart to be able to serve is now more in depth. How can I help you grow as my child? That only way that I can be able to know that is I have to be able to sit down. I have to be able to hear you. We have to build um, um, a, a trust factor. I'm not saying that we are friends, but I am your father. And because I am your father, my objective, my, my whole being and heart is to make sure that my sons have a safe place with me. So I want to make sure that, that I have a space where we can be able to talk and have a space where we can be able to have dialogue so I can know and recognize how do I help you grow? Because I do understand and th know this, that how I serve you now will impact my sons of how they'll impact the world later. So I want to make sure I make such an impact on you. I want to make sure that I take the time to serve you. I want to make sure that there are times in my serving you that I have to correct you. There are times in my serving you that I have to be able to pour into you. There, there are times in my serving you that I'm going to have to take out some time and spend time with you. I got to teach you some stuff. I got to make you think a little differently. I got to talk and have conversations with you and, and leave questions in your mind so that you can be able to seek them out and want to grow and have a dialogue with me. 
I, w- I want you to be able to, I want to be able to give pictures in your mind of where in the possibilities of things that you can be able to accomplish and then give you time, give time where me and you can be able to develop what that looks like for your life. This is called me serving you. So that's where I want to be. I want to be a great father. I want when my sons grow up, they say, man, that my dad was great to me. He served me well. Their context might be that he raised me right, but he served me well. I want my wife to be able to always feel that he serves me well. Some people might feel some type of way. Hey, man, no, you, you know, you over there doing this, this, and this, and you over there cleaning up, and you over there da-da-da-da-da. Man, you this, this, and this. Hey, man, you can feel however you want to. I promise you, I'm serving mine. Because good, yes, it's wonderful if I can provide for her. Yes, it's wonderful if we can be, make sure that she's in the type of house that she wants to be in and, and be in a secure place um, in reference to in her personal life. That is wonderful that comes with me being a husband, that comes with me being a man, wanting to make sure that my wife is secure. But guess what? Making sure that my wife is at peace, making sure that when my wife has a long day, I can be able to make sure she's good. That has nothing to do with money. That has everything to do with serving. Maybe today, you know, she just, she had a long day and her back is hurting and she just needs a good back rub. And it's late at night. You can't send her to a masseuse. What you going to do? Your money is no good there. Your serving is. But I'm not doing it to be popular. I'm doing it because here it says again, Philippians chapter two, verses three through four. Let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, humbleness, humility. Let each esteem others better than themselves. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. I think on our next conversation, I'm going to talk about this concept of really balancing this thing out. But this is vitally important. So why is greatness? Why do we need greatness? Why do we need this? We embrace greatness. We create a ripple effect. We uplift those around us and we, and building a stronger, more interconnected community. What did I just say? I'm going to say it one more time and then I'm going to break it down. We embrace greatness. This is what we're doing. We embrace serving others. We create a ripple effect. I'm going to serve you to the point that it it is almost like contagion. It makes you want to serve someone else because I'm serving you where you need. I'm filling up your cup. I'm uplifting those around me and I'm building them to be stronger. This is why we're having the podcast, not just so we can just talk, not just so we can say, hey, man, look, I got a podcast. Ain't that good? 
No, we're doing this because I'm on this podcast, having these conversations, making sure I'm taking the time to study, making sure I'm taking the time to record because why I'm trying to be, I'm trying to not only embrace this greatness, embrace this servanthood, but I wanted to create a ripple effect. I want the greatness tribe, a tribe of individuals that serve one another. And it's so impactful that they're serving in places that they work in. They're serving in their homes. They're serving in their relationships. They're serving in their businesses. They're serving on their jobs. They're serving in their community. They're serving so much it becomes a ripple effect. because they they realize and understand that we need greatness. We need people that are willing to humble themselves and say, how can I serve you? This is why we need it. I'm gonna read this scripture and because this is the next question. I I got a couple questions and, and, and it helps to develop this conversation. The second question that I want to answer is this. What's the significance of serving others in our personal development? What's the significance of serving others in our personal development? According to Matthew's chapter 28, I mean 20, verses 28, this is what it says. Even as the Son of Man came, not to be ministered unto, but to minister to give his life a ransom for many. Here, listen to this. Serving others is a powerful catalyst for personal growth. It cultivates empathy, compassion, and a deeper understanding of human connection. Let's clarify this. Jesus comes as the Son of Man to start ministering to his people. He says, even as the son of man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. As Jesus is serving while he's walking on the earth, while he is serving, he's also getting a chance to understand. Have you, me me and my son today, um, we were out today, and while we were out, um, my son saw we we were looking at a group of individuals, and these group of individuals actually a group of bikers standing outside of a gas station, um, talking, just laughing, having fun, talking to their group. Right, a young little boy uh, rides up in his bicycle, parks his bike, goes into the store, comes out. Um, when he comes out. He, he has his wallet um, in his hand, and you can tell that he still had his change from whatever he bought. Um, he had the change in his hand. One of the bikers, we saw him scream out to the young little boy, and basically he's telling the boy, hey, listen, it, it might be a good idea to take your money, all the loose change, and put it inside your wallet so that while you're riding your bike, your change doesn't fall out. My son says, wow, dad, when you look at certain people, sometimes we can prejudge them and we can think they are a certain type of way. And looking at this picture, 
someone could have prejudged this group of men, these group of bikers, thinking that they were bad, they were ruthless, they were mean type of people. But watching them, they are given advice to a young man they do not know so that this young man won't lose his change. Here's the concept. We wouldn't know how much you're really hurt if I can't, if I didn't serve you. I wouldn't know what your real struggle was if I wasn't serving you. The area that you serve in, the more you have a compassion for, the more you get to understand. Working in certain areas, when you start working with people that are impoverished, you, you start to get another type of sense of compassion. When you start working with people that are um, dealing, in, dealing with relationship issues and struggles, you start getting another form of compassion and empathy for these type of individuals. When I remember when me um, and my wife, um, I remember when we were um, youth leaders at our church at the time um, back in Texas, and we had went on a missions trip to Jamaica. I love, I truly, truly fell in love with, uh, with Jamaica. And when I went there, we didn't go um, you know, staying in the resorts. We, we, we went on a missions trip, so we stayed uh, where they would stay. And we walked around and we did different things and we helped different people. And what we realized, what we realized is that there is a compassion that you start to gain for these people. And some of the compassion is not what you thought you would have had when you first walked in the door. It's not something that you thought that you would be giving when you first walked in the door. You, 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 you came in already with a mindset of what you thought, but once you started to serve them, once you started to be able to show and function and operate in your greatness, you didn't come with a high mind. You didn't come with pride. You, did, you came in humility saying, how can I serve you? And as you're doing this, you gain and cultivate empathy, compassion, and a deeper understanding of human connection. How did you gain a deeper understanding of human connection with people on a missions trip? This is how I gained it. The people that we were serving, I got to be able to connect with them at a level that surpasses material stuff. Okay, I'm up, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I, 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 surp I got to a level in that, in that moment where, where what I was doing surpassed money. It surpassed the food that we were serving. It, 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 it made me have a deeper understanding of how they think, of how they love, of what's really important. When, when, you, when you're starting to have these dialogues and you're serving in these different areas, when you start serving your child, your, your relationship with them starts to change because now I'm getting to understand you more. We're connecting a lot stronger because now I, I, I'm able to see 
the development in you. I'm able to see how certain words that I have said to you and things that has been done, how these things have impacted who you are. I, I get to be able to see and empathize with you more when understanding I'm an adult now and there's things that I did and had to go through when I was in school and I was in elementary or junior high and went going into high school. Like There were certain struggles that I had, but now talking to my sons at the level that they are, I'm, I'm, I'm having to come in lowly of mind, a humility, and be able to say, man, I remember those moments, but I never seen it like this before. My connection with them grows. Talking to certain men that are at different levels in life and hearing their story and saying, how can I serve you? What can I do for you? You learn something. There's a, a deeper connection that ends up happening. And when Jesus says that even as the son of man came to minister, and he did not come to be ministered to, but he came to be able to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many, he grew in a deeper connection with people understanding their faults and understanding their pains, understanding their ups and their downs, understanding that maybe I'm going through this struggle, but that I don't really want to be in this place, but I need somebody to assist me and to get me there. That sounds like the man that was at the pool of Bethesda, that he was stuck in a space. He was stuck in a moment. He was stuck in an area in his life where he felt like nothing was going to change if I did not get any assistance. I've tried. I've tried to do better. I've tried to get out of this. I've tried to make a change. I've, I've tried to be able to grow, but I cannot get there. And Jesus says, listen, I got you. The question that I really want to know is, do you want to be changed? I'm here. I understand where you are. I understand the pain. I can hear it. I can feel it. I can sense it. I know that you don't want to stay in the same space no more. I understand that you feel like you've been overlooked and you you have been you have been like pushed to the side. I understand that you're watching people progress and you're still in the same state that you're in and it's frustrating and angry. I get it. But why do I get it? Because I'm here to serve you. And you're not the only person that's been going through this type of hurt, that's been going through this type of pain. Because there's others that's out here, a woman that was sick with the issue of blood for so many years and could not get any assistance. She had the money to be able to get out of her area. She was not in a position where, where she was looking for a certain man. She had money and means to be able to get herself out, but she couldn't get the help. She was looking for someone that could serve her. How can you help me? How can you get me out of this? And the scripture says that there are moments where you hear in the scripture that Jesus said he had compassion on them. And as he looked at these people walking their lives, going through the lives and the struggles and the things that they were going through, as he observed them and seen them, he said, these are like sheep without a shepherd, meaning they're walking and they're going through life, but they're so lost. They don't even know where they're going. So I came so I could help them, give them some form of direction as a shepherd would his sheep. But I understand also that my, my I have to create this ripple effect because if I don't create the ripple effect, then when it's time for me to leave, there won't be people that have a heart to serve others. And the father that's struggling that's going through his pain quietly 
he won't have nobody that can serve him. The child that wants to be able to commit suicide because they don't think they're good enough, there won't be a man that can go and speak to that child and say, you're good. Let me hear where you really are. Let me pour into that area. The wife that just is going crazy in her mind because she don't know what to be able to do. She doesn't have peace. She doesn't have any, she feels like she don't have support. Where, where is my help? And then you have this man that says, how can I serve you? But if there's no ripple effect, everybody's trying to make sure they're good and nobody is looking out for another. And you have one person struggling, another person going through, and all of these people walking around in pain, rich and poor. Because nobody is saying, how can I serve you? <sighs> okay, here, here's, here's the last question that I want to answer. Greatness is not just about personal gain, but about creating positive impact. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 10 says this, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. I'm going to end with this scripture, Mark chapter 10 verses 45. Again, for even the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Greatness rooted in the ability to serve well goes beyond individual aspiration. It's about leaving the world better than we found it. When we contribute positively to the lives of others, we create a legacy of inspiration and kindness. Hmm. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. The book of Genesis tells us that there was an instruction that God has given unto us. And basically the instruction is that we should have dominion. Yes, we should be fruitful and multiply. Yes, we should subdue. But to me, all of that in its nutshell is you should be making impacts. Your greatness, you walking in your greatness, you walking in the direction of your greatness, you functioning and serving well, impacts the worlds that you step in. Every time that you walk into a space, every time that you are able to walk into a conversation, having a conversation with someone or having, having some type of moment where you can be able to talk to someone or serve someone or help someone out, you are leaving an impact. One of the things I tell my team uh, that I get a chance to be able to work with every single day at my job is my objective 
is to make sure that I'm leaving a lasting impact. I'm not, I'm not one of those bosses where I'm just rocking with the title. That's cute. But once you leave, once you move on, or once they develop out of the positions that they're in, and they might leave your department or your area, have you made an impact? Not on their job, but on their lives. Have you done something, said something that, 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 that has impacted their lives so much that it has changed the direction of their thought process, that it has, it has changed the direction of their walking and in their lives and how they're functioning. You have made such an impact, not by being, being puffed up in you, but by serving them so well. when they leave your presence, when they leave your moment, when they leave that situation that they know they have been touched by someone. Now, this is not physical. This is serving. You make impacts by serving others. But the way that you make the greatest impact of all is making sure that you serve with your heart. You're not serving so people can see you. You're not serving so people can give you an applause. You're not serving so people can be able to say how good and how cute and how nice and all of those are wonderful accolades. You're not serving to be rich. You're not serving to be famous. You're serving because this is what people that are great do. My objective in life is when it's all said and done, when it's time for me to be able to go and go to glory, as we would say, <laughs> I want to make sure that I have made the impact that I was created to make. That impact might be five, 10, 20, 30 people. It doesn't matter the number. It matters the impact. There are men that have that are in that have impacted my life. Some that are still here and some that have that have passed on. But their impact is so much in my life that it has changed me in so many different ways. That this is why I'm still creating the ripple effect. Because I've seen what greatness looks like. I've seen men that serve at a, at a high level. They served well. that still to this day, the impact that they made can't even be matched. Can't even be matched. That's what I want for you. 
It doesn't matter how high you are. It doesn't matter how, how, what positions you have in life. It does how much money you have in your account. Only thing those things do is give you the ability to serve more. You got millions in the bank. It helps you, allows you, gives you opportunity and space to be able to serve more. It's not one of those things where just because I am, I get more money or just because I have a new higher position or just because I have all of these things and I'm doing all these great achievements. That's great. But what are you doing with that gift? What are you doing with that position? What are you doing with that money? Are you just storing it in your storage to make sure that you're good? Or are you saying, how can I serve someone? How can I impact the lives of somebody else? That's what I want us to always remember. That me and you, we're going to do great things because we are walking in our greatness. And we are the people that serve well. I want to end off with this quote by Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Not everybody can be famous, but everybody can be great because greatness is determined by service. I love you all, family, and I'll see you next time right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Love you. Bye-bye.